Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Bobby's Bites. So this week's Sicha, the Rebbe spoke about uh, a Mishnah and Pirkei So for those of you who don't know, Pirkei is a section of the mi- Mishnahs that is related to ethics and moral conduct. Um, and so the Mishnah that the Rebbe addresses is one where, I'll quote now, it says, Rabbi Hanina said, the, the vice, the, Rabbi Hanina the vice priest said, Pray for the welfare of the government, for were it not for the for the fear it inspires, every man would swallow his neighbor alive. So, the question here really is: is so somebody who's studying Pirkeiavos, somebody who's studying the ethics of our fathers, which is it translated, um, they are studying not just to know the law or not just to know how to observe Torah and mitzvahs, but rather this person's at a state of this person's at a state of already knowing the Torah and mitzvahs in, in, in a very understood way, in, in, a, in a very mature way, such that they're, they're on a level of becoming pious. So somebody who's studying the Pirkei Avos is, is, studying, is studying it, trying to go above the letter of the law, going, going beyond the call of duty of what, is, of what is required of him, right? So he wants to study moral conduct, how to really be a good Jew, right? So rather than uh, an analogy that I thought of, was like rather than, you know, learning somebody, somebody who's already mastered, let's say, I don't know, like karate, right? Somebody who's already learned karate and mastered, ha- mastered the different moves, they're not busy learning, new, learning the moves, right? They already know the moves. What they're busy with is refining their technique and how and how they want to do their moves and in which way they they should use them and and so on and so forth so it becomes mastering the craft rather than learning the craft itself so this person who's learning the pirkeavos they're they're at that level so the question really becomes why is this why is this whole mentioning of the praying for the government because if it wasn't for the government then everyone would would then then and the fear that it inspires then a man would eat his friend alive, would swallow him alive. And even more so, right, that this person, they're, they're at such, yeah, so they're, so they're at such a level, so praying for the government, it's like, what? They're, they're, at, they're at a level where they're beyond the government, right? They're, they're, the, Hashem is king, that's, that's, that's what's going on, that, they're studying to be pious. So what's this, this this whole idea of the mon, of this mundane worldly government that he must pray for, and then furthering that, furthering that, if it wasn't for this pray, this prayer for the government, then he would then he, which is this this person who's studying, would swallow not just the stranger but he would swallow his friend alive, and swallowing. Swallowing here is a verb that kind of indicates a specific level of action against somebody else. It's not killing. It's not stealing something from them. It's not harming them. No, no, no. It's it's swallowing. And swallowing is once you swallow something, it's gone. It's like, you know, somebody ate your candy. It's like, give it back to me. It's like, okay, wait a little bit. But you're not going to get the candy back, right? So like, it's gone. It's out of your world. But then, and, and then there's another interesting thing that occurs, which is that in that same Mishnah, in the same 
actually immediately preceding it. Sorry, immediately following it. There's another Mishnah that goes, Rabbi Hanania ben Tradion said, if two sit together and there are no words of Torah spoken between them, then this is a, ses- uh, a session of scorners. Right, so it's as if they're serving a bodhazara. It's, it's essentially not good. It's, there's no godliness between them. But then it goes and says, but the two who sit together, but if two sit together and there are words of Torah spoken between them, then the Shekhinah sits among them. So the question is, what's the connection with this, with this teaching and, the, and to, the, this teaching of two people who sit together? So just to clarify, what's, what's this idea of this person who needs to pray for the government so that he doesn't swallow his friend alive? And its connection with two people who sit together and don't learn Torah, and two people sit together who learn Torah. What's this? What's the whole idea? So, this comes to teach us something important. So, who's this individual? So, this individual, the this person who has reached a level of understanding of Torah and mitzvahs, a level of attainment where where Torah is like his profession, like this is what he does. So this person, it is easy that when he would look upon his fellow who is less learned than him, less knowledgeable, less disciplined than study, and so on, when he looks upon his friend, he would swallow him out of existence. What does that mean? It means that he judges him. You don't know this, you don't know that. And as a result, it's, he takes upon himself to be the superior one. And when he takes upon that, he's the knowledgeable one, that he's the wise one. And so when you come to a dynamic of friendship or relationship or teacher-student relationships with such an attitude, that's an attitude of two people who sit together and no Torah is exchanged. Why? Why? Because you cannot, you, can, you cannot learn anything. There cannot be an equal dynamic because one person thinks he's inherently better than the other person. And that other person, and that other person is just wasting space because the whole idea, the, because this person has developed a certain sense of narcissism and egotist, and, and an egotistical nature where he thinks that he's the hottest dog around, right? But what's this Mishnah coming to teach us? That he has to pray for the welfare of the government. And on a literal level, that kind of means like, Okay, there's, there, there are quite literally people who are in charge of you. That you're not beyond the law, no matter what. And then on a more, on a more nuanced level, the, the, the government is a reflection of God's governance, of God's monarchy, of, ju- of the justice system and the governance system that exists on high. But if it doesn't work out well, if... Meaning, if our government is not a reflection of that, there's corruption and there's this and that, then there's something that's lacking in this world. That's, that, that, that's, that's causing a disruption in, 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 the, in our governments, in our governmental system, such that it cannot function in, 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 in a democratic, justified, valid, and viable, and authentic way, in a trusting way. 
So this, both these levels of, uh, of looking at the government should arise a level of understanding within this person because this person is already someone who's understanding. And that level of understanding is this. That because there is there, the, the, the pray for the pray for the welfare of the government because when when because the government god's government that is the ultimate government that is that is god's that that is to essentially foster within this individual a level of fear a level of subjugation to something greater than himself that he isn't the hottest dog around and then if it's not reflective if the government if the governmental system is not reflective of the the government that is on high in that i would venture to say that many of our governmental systems today are not then he then that arises another aspect and that other aspect is so what's happening what in this world now is dysfunctional to the degree that it manifests in a dysfunct- in, in a dysfunctional governmental system. And on him, therein lies the onus. The onus of responsibility to change his action. And what does that mean? To change his action? To change the harmony in which the world works. And that and that then implies that he has to make it a world where two sit together and study Torah. And so what this all fundamentally means is that the only way where God rests in this world, where the government is, is, is a godly government, where there's a divine presence, is when one doesn't think of himself as superior, doesn't think of himself as the one who, who the world was created for in, 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 a, in a very individualistic way. But rather, when one comes to the table and says, you know, I have something to offer that's true, but I also have something to learn. And I have something to learn from this person. And even though they might not know what I know, and I might not know what they know, we both have an equal obligation and duty to learn this same subject, regardless of our, of our status. And, and, and as a result, by coming at it with this equal with this equal weight with this with this almost harmonious nature that's where the shina rests where there's two studying equally not one lecturing the other and you and, and you have this and you and you see that individuals who I, i've seen it in in um the academic sphere, and you, you see this particularly in science, in the scientific, um, in the scientific discipline, which is that many people, they build their whole lives on creating a theory or, 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 or a certain data set or a certain idea that they've developed, right? And then somebody comes in and says, you know, I actually think this doesn't work. I think maybe you've, you haven't considered this and this aspect. And what you see often in oftentimes is that those person those people will be ostracized. This happened to Albert Einstein, who came in with the theory of general relativity and special relativity, saying that gravity works in warps and curves of time space. 
And the scientific community at the time said, you're crazy, there's no way. And everyone made him, made him out to be a, a, a crazy person. But in fact, that was the case. And so fundamentally, I believe what, 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 we're, what, what this is trying to tell us is the only way for this world to work, for, the gov- for, for us to pray for the government's welfare, and for the government to actually be a, 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 a bastion of justice, democracy, of, of caring for the people and, and, and having tr- and trust and faith in them, right? It, mu- it must be a reflection of, of, of the world above. And how, do, uh, and how do we get that to, to happen? By having godliness down here on earth. And how do we get godliness down here on earth? How do we get the Shekinah to rest upon us? When we, when we have mutual respect for one another, that no, that no matter how much we know or how much we learn or how disciplined we are or how good we think we are, we are not better than the other person. We are not swallowing the other, per, the, the other person out of existence. Why? Because this person is our friend. And not only is this person our friend, but this person is the person and an individual whom we can learn from, whom we can learn more from and we can grow with and we can study subjects together regardless of where they're coming from and we can have an equal understanding of coming at it of coming at it from a place of unity of a place of harmony and a place of equality and as a result we will have harmony and peace in the world and the main way of doing that is knowing that there are things that we do know but there's much that we do not know. And the only way to learn and to grow is to constantly believe that there's always more to learn from every single person in every single place and in every single time. And not to simply swallow up the person or swallow up the idea or swallow up the moment or, or, or the situation. Just simply to say there's nothing here for me, but rather there's always something there for you to grow, to learn, and to be curious by. So that being said, chew carefully before you swallow because you might just end up missing the whole point and swallowing something whole without ever knowing the whole idea and the truth behind why you're there and what you could gain from that experience and the flavors and the potential within what you're engaging in. L'chaim l'chaim, Shabbat Shalom.